Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Talk It Out. I'm your host, Brandon Sams, the Assistant Opinions Editor here at the University Star. And this week, we will be talking about sexism in video games. And with me, I have Brian Trevino and Maddie Teagues. So to start off, Brian, why don't you uh, give me a quick rundown of your general opinion on sexism as it exists or if it exists in video games? Um, The stance I took in my article was that it does exist and it's very prominent. Um, not in just video games itself, but in the development. Uh, I believe that there is a strong lack, I mean, there is a strong lack of female developers uh, involved in the making of video games. And as a result, uh, there is a large misrepresentation of the women themselves in the video game. Okay, and Maddie, uh, why don't you give me a quick rundown on your general opinion if sexism is in video games or? Uh, I can see where some people think that. My opinion would be that people play video games to live out idealistic lives. They are not to be seen in any way as realistic. And in that way, people over-sexualize both genders to come to some sort of appealing look that they want in their video games. And it's a fantasy world, and that's just how it is. Okay, so to kind of piggyback off that answer, one thing that stuck out to me in your column was your assertion that, quote, scantily clad or over-feminine female characters have always been a major part of video games, end quote. Critics would um, say that's precisely the problem they are urging for a change in culture given, uh, according to the, uh, what is that, that Brian quoted, Entertainment Sof- Software Association, which reported that 48% of gamers are females. So... Uh, what do you say of that assertion that they're thriving for a change in the culture? I could you restate that one more time? Yes, uh, it's going towards your uh, quote that scanty clad or over feminine female characters have always been a major part of video games. Critics would say that that's precisely the problem. They're trying to um, change the culture of video games, given that so many more women have uh, started to partake in video gaming. I've always believed that it shouldn't be looked down upon to be seen as feminine. And just being a feminine um, character does not make you a weak character. And although they serve as maybe a damsel in distress, Mm -hmm. their role in the video game as a whole, there would be no game without them. Without Princess Peach being kidnapped, there's, there's no objective. She's crucial to the plot. Okay, so on the other hand, Bryant, you assert that video games have only two roles for women. Maddie brought up one, the damsel in distress, and also the sexual fantasy for the uh, gamers who are largely male, generally. Um, would you? Some would say that that's kind of a simplistic view of the way that females are represented in video games. Can you elaborate on your uh, point about that? Yeah, um, I, those are two of the big roles. Um, I'm not saying that there aren't women that exist in video games that don't exist outside the roles. Um, it's just that those two are the most prominent. Um, there's women in video games fall under the stereotypes of women, mm-hmm. um, things that you would quote unquote expect women to be: um, uh, mothers, uh, prostitutes, to Grand uh, Theft Auto, uh, damsels in distress, sexual objects. Mm-hmm. So speaking of dance and stress, Maddie uh, brought up the topic, um, and she, you kind of said that you know they serve a pr- purpose in the video games. They're a lot more than just women saying, "Someone come save me." So Brian, what is your opinion on the whole damsels in distress trope? Do you think it's problematic, or do you think it's 
like they can be alternate protagonists in a way. Yeah, um, the damsel in distress doesn't only exist in video games; it exists in movies, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's just one of the classic tropes of media for, for everyone. Um, but I think it's important to for women to exist outside of just that role. Mm-hmm. I think they should um, take, or I guess, take the lead, uh, so to speak, uh, become more active in their roles in video games rather than just be the goal or the object, like basically object of desire to either win or to save um, rather than, or they should be rather, you know, participants in, if anything, just playable characters. Mm-hmm. So Maddie, do you think that the damsel, could you see the take that they are kind of a problematic, um, a problematic misrepresentation, perhaps Critics would say that the female characters aren't playable. They're just something that the the male protagonist acts upon as a, as Brian said, a desire. They're not really active in the video game. They're more like an overthought, if you will. Um, I could see where people would say that, but then again, there's the typical example that people like to throw out, which is Zelda, mm-hmm. and she may be considered a damsel in distress, but she is so crucial in the very beginning of the game. She's the one who presents the entire mission. She isn't kidnapped until later, so there's that. She's a crucial plot element, and in the end, she ends up essentially saving the world. She's the one who does it. It doesn't matter if she's playable or not, and it doesn't matter if she's represented as feminine or not. There are many male stereotypes that are enforced as well in video games. You never see a sensitive, sweet man walking around and helping puppies. It's always a buff, scary, testosterone-filled muscle man punching people and exploding buildings. <laughs> okay, Brian, what do, what do you, do you have any comments on that? Um, yeah, I mean, Zelda, she, though she is helpful, she's basically just there to assist the male. Like, her purpose is as just some sort of aid to the man character. Um, I do agree she does help, and sometimes she's like an active participant in the action, but when she does that, she's disguised as a man, and that's in the games that I'm particularly thinking of are Wind Waker and... um, Ocarina. Ocarina, thank you. Um, In those, she takes on more masculine roles, and then when she reverts back to her feminine role, she just ends up getting captured again as the princess like in ocarina as soon as she reverts back to her princess zelda form she gets captured who's to say that her other form isn't just equally as feminine well i think that Sheik was generally at least in ocarina of time was supposed to be a male uh, character but that's a whole nother discussion yeah. <laughs> um one of the things mentioned in both of your columns was the whole gamergate uh fiasco if you will the whole controversy over that um, I know that, uh, Maddie, you say that Gamergate harassment is a non-issue, quote-unquote, with no real harm, yet, Brian, you source rape threats and uh, death threats and even some women like Anita Sarkeesian and Brianna Wu having to vacate their homes due to all of the, the mass of threats that they were receiving. So, Maddie, would you say that those instances are, quote-unquote, non-issues? I wouldn't say their exact cases are non-issues per se, Mm -hmm. but there has been no actual violence um, in all of my years as a gamer, as an enthusiast of games, participating in conventions and all of this. I've never received 
threats of death or threats of rape. And I feel like the movement against the Gamergate movement has made it out that all men who are parts of video game culture are actively seeking out to hurt and abuse women, and I just cannot stand by that assertion. Okay. Brian, do you think that's an accurate... Do you think that that's what the opposition to Gamergate has kind of... uh, has proclaimed that all men are out to get women? Um, I can... I can agree with you mostly. Um, it's just the fact that these people who are against or speaking out against these women, um, as I sourced in my article, are prominently males. Yeah. And these males are who are the loudest. Uh, I think that's the issue. And when these individuals, these men, do these sort of things, they kind of misrepresent the game or community. And I think that's probably the biggest issue is just that... Um, the reaction, basically, and then our response to that reaction is immediately to, you know, go after Brianna Wu and not the people who are actually doing the hor- harmful things to them. Okay, so in your column, you also uh, you claim that the Game Gate fiasco has misrepresented the gaming community as perhaps misogynistic due to the gendered mistreatment that many of the female critics, like I named uh, previously, has received. Do you think that's a fair assessment? Do you think that Gamergate has kind of um, colored the gaming community with a broad brush of misogyny. Uh, yeah, I think that's a huge thing because Gamergate in itself should, it was not about sexism. It was about um, integrity and journalism. Uh, but people's reaction to these women speaking out against integrity um, was incredibly sexist and misogynistic. And I think, yes, that um, because of these very loud um, individuals, they have misrepresented the gamer, uh, gaming community as a whole. Okay, so to wrap it up, do y'all have any final final words, any final conclusions? Brian, <laughs> how about you first? <laughs> um, I think sexism has been pretty prominent in video games in the history. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with the introduction of RPGs and very many uh, create-your-own-character video games uh, that we're moving away from that, but it still is a, a prominent thing, and it's uh, I think it should be made an effort to try to steer away from that. All right. Mad- Maddie? The only thing I'd like to touch on um, that I haven't spoken about is there are fewer women in the gaming industry, but that is just not, hasn't been a, an interest for many women. So I encourage if you are a woman who is, is interested in getting into the video game community, look into it and definitely you can do it. No one's preventing you. And of course, I support it wholeheartedly. And there's many options for you. Go for it. All right. Well, folks, that's all the time we have. If you have any uh, questions or comments, you can tweet us at the University Star using the hashtag Talk It Out, or you can leave a comment on our website, uh, theuniversitystar.com. I'll see you next time. <laughs>